What do I define about blowing up? You know what I'm saying? Like, feeling better, living better, better location. What he failed to tell you was, when you're on my time, I can reclaim it. I, and he left that out, so I'm reclaiming my time. Please, respond. Are you rooting for you rooting for tonight? I'm rooting for um, everybody black. Better go black tonight. I'm sorry for the realness. Hey everyone, it's Whitney from WhitneyDanielle.com and NetworkandSpill.com. Okay, well, here's an important topic. This is around creating routines that you love as a really busy solopreneur. Emphasis on the that you love part, because I think a lot of us are doing stuff we just really don't want to do. And I'm saying that and I'm being like low key about it, but it's so true. I feel like so many of us are doing shit that we do not want to be doing. And that, in my opinion, is a big part of the reason why things get abandoned, why people don't have consistency, why people show up and then they don't. I've done this. Like, if we are not loving or are interested, it's bare minimum right? Bare minimum interested in what we're doing. It's really hard for us to have and and like maintain a routine. It just is. I don't care how much hustle and grind and what your why is and what your mission is all about. If you don't like what you're doing, it makes it hard to keep doing it. It's almost impossible to do it for a prolonged period of time. It just is. And then you see people, especially women who are like, oh, I can't delegate. I can't give this task to someone else because if I don't do it myself, it's not going to get done properly. And how can I train someone to possibly do this thing that I've been doing forever? That's so important and so crucial. And we'll get into that, but I just really want, I want you to think about it. How much do you love your routine? Like on a scale of one to 10, how much do you love or enjoy it? What's, what's 10 being like, you freaking are obsessed. You love every minute of every day, like whatever, right? Kind of the unattainable, but like t- that's 10. And one is like, you're miserable. You hate waking up. Everything is trash. <laughs> you're going to quit tomorrow. Like one to 10, which one, where do you, where do you think you are in that scale? I ask because my, my intention is with work-life balance being such a hot topic all the time. Like it's never going to not be a hot topic at this point, right? The coin, the term, the term was coined in a way that just pissed everyone off. And now it's a thing, especially, you know, moms or people who are just really busy and juggling so many things. They really, people struggle with the, with the term balance. Um, I do think that some people don't, and we're not picking on the moms, but I want you guys to know that for me, loving my schedule Loving it more meant I had to add more things that I loved to my schedule. And some of you are like immediate, Whitney, there's no time. There's no time. How could you possibly suggest that? And I get it. I get it. Your schedule is booked. You know, you're trying to be booked and busy and you're already booked and overwhelmed. And it's just a lot. I get that. However, when you start planning in a way that makes the most sense for you and your goals, right? The goals that you have intentionally thought about, not the goals that you made up randomly on a whim. Um, When you're intentional about the things that you're doing, the foundation behind your business, underneath your why, when you're really, really clear about why you have things in place and where you're going, it makes it so that you have more control. And I think people forget that sitting down 
and really being intentional about planning for your success is one of the biggest components to loving the work that you're doing and the routines that you have. Because if you're not intentional, you're really just doing things to do them. And I have found from all the hours that I have spent on Clubhouse and social media, I mean, it's it's been days if you add it all together, days and weeks and probably months at this point, that I have seen people and a lot of their goals, a lot of the things that they're working towards are very superficial and ego-based things that they don't even really truly care about. They think they care about them, but they don't. They don't, not truly, not truly. And that's where we have to start shifting into how to create a routine that's actually based on a foundation that's based and rooted in our actual why the thing that is pushing us to wake up, that's making us feel fulfilled when we show up and we do the tasks and we get the work done and we move the needle. If we're not working in that direction, then we're just getting stuff done. And I have been that person who would plan and would coordinate and would whatever, you know, and it was all random. There wasn't intentionality behind it. I didn't know what my why was. And if I did, it would shift. You know, this week, my why was, you know, being the oldest of four girls and wanting to take care of, you know, the family legacy and make sure that everybody was good and blah, 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 blah. And then the next week it was something else. And a lot of that time that I spent trying to figure out my why, I never sat down and made sure that my why was fueling my routine so that I would show up more often. And that's how you really know if your why is aligned to your routine is if you show up because of that mission. I see people all the time who are doing things because they have a family. My dad, he worked extra jobs at one point to make sure that we had some of the things that we really wanted, even if they were kind of frivolous, right? Like college rings. And, you know, I remember in high school, him taking on a a extra job so we could get this extra stuff for me to graduate and to be getting ready to go to Howard and all this other stuff. And we see people sacrificing for their families. But they sacrifice because there's a why that's behind it. There's a meaning. There's something that's pushing and propelling them. They know what they're going after and they go after it. But as entrepreneurs, a lot of times we don't have that. And it's not clear and it's not consistent. And it's not truly rooted. And I think sometimes our why might shift and that's okay. But the intentionality behind our mission needs to be consistently strong. And if you do not love your mission, if you do not love your routine, if you do not love what you're doing, it is, it is imperative that you figure out a way to shift that. Otherwise, you're just going to keep walking towards nowhere. Or you walk towards somewhere, but you don't even want to fucking be there. And that's got to be worse too, right? You spend all this time, this precious, valuable time. We think we have all the time in the world. We think we've got mountains and mountains upon opportunities. And sure, the opportunities are there and the time sometimes is too, but it's not always going to be there. And if you're choosing to spend your time on things that don't fuel you and pour back into you and give you energy, right? And invigorate you, then what are you doing? Now, I'm not, I'm not trying to sit here and say that everything that you do in your business, you have to love and you have to be excited about and passionate about everything that you do when you turn on your phone or your laptop for the day has to be in alignment with your overall mission. I'm not necessarily saying that, but I am saying that your overall routine you should like. And you should be excited about. And if you're not, something's got to change. And and that could mean a temporary change. Maybe it just means you need a fucking break. Maybe it means you need to take a vacation. You need to go on a staycation. You need to get laid. Maybe it means you need to get a massage or go sit outside in the sun for a bit. Maybe read a romance novel or go to a comedy show. A lot of time, our routines are messed up 
and aren't in alignment because we have taken no breaks. We have given ourselves no chance to breathe. We're going, going, going. This hustle mentality swallows us whole. And then we're sitting here wondering why we're suffocating. We have to be able to pour back into ourselves and create flow within the structure. I actually thought of the name for my new coaching program because I've always loved the hustle and flow thing, right? But the hustle, it's got to go. The hustle, hustle, grind, grind, go, go, fight, fight shit is just exhausting. And it's really counterproductive for a lot of us who are already overdoing it as it is. A lot of us are working way too much, way too hard without taking breaks, without stopping. And then we burn out and then, or we're constantly pivoting because we don't give ourselves the chance to really fall in love with something enough to keep going for it. Right. It's like, you could compare it to dating in that regard. It's like you're constantly dating, 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 addicting to the dating and the going out and the meeting people into being in the right rooms into being seen into being heard into being taken out and, you know, chased and all of that. You're so addicted to that part of the process that you don't give yourself the chance to even think about why you're doing it in the first place, let alone fall in love or let someone fall in love with you. Like there's no, what's the purpose? There's no depth. There has to be depth to this. And in my opinion, a lot of the depth in our routine comes from doing the things that we love. We can do the fucking tasks all day. I'm talking doing the recording, making the reels, posting on social media, making sure our websites are legit, interviewing folks, being interviewed by folks, like doing all of the things that we do in our business, making the products, selling the services, hosting the events. Yeah, yeah, cool. But where's the depth in that? Where's the meaning? Where's the connection? That's what a lot of us are missing. And that's what I'm saying. Like, if you're feeling this way, it's time to take a break, to take a pause and take a step back and look at what the hell is going on. What is it about your situation that you can fall back in love with? Sometimes when we're separated from something, we're like, wait, oh no, I miss that. I miss that surge of energy that I get when I post something new or when I make a reel that's really fucking funny or really informative or when I interview someone and it feels like I'm just the next Oprah Winfrey. Like sometimes the buzz and the excitement of something, it, we don't even get a chance to enjoy it. And so when you step back and you stop doing it for a bit, you're like, whoa, no, I love doing that. Are you kidding? The reflection, having the reflective moments to look back and say, yeah, this is why when I used to host my clubhouse rooms on Sunday nights, um, the accountability room, I would ask people, what are some of the wins? And if people would struggle, I mean, I would struggle sometimes too, right? Mainly because my memory is like, eh, <laughs> but people would struggle thinking about what their wins were. Why? Because people aren't pausing. No one's pausing. No one's pausing and saying, wow, that was so cool. I just want to sit in this moment for just a second longer. This is amazing. I finally submitted that pitch. I won the grant. I won the contest. I was able to get this accomplished. I have two new clients. I just had to pay in full. I just launched my newest product and it's getting rave reviews. I just got picked up by this. I just got, you know what I mean? Like really reveling in our wins. It invigorates us. It reignites the passion to go forward. We've got to love our routines. And I also think people don't love their routines because they don't make the time for life to happen. They don't give life the opportunity to, to fully bloom. Can you imagine if like you got a bouquet of flowers and you threw them out before they fully bloomed? That's what I feel like we're doing in our businesses so much. 
It starts to bud a little bit. It starts to bloom a little bit. You ever seen like a tulip do this or a tiger? Tiger lilies is the best example. Tiger lilies get fucking big when they, when they bloom, right? But like when they're first kind of getting there, they're in these really tight little like pods, I guess. I don't know. They're buds, but they're really kind of long and they're, and you see them close. You can see nothing. You have no idea what color it is. And then finally you start to see a little bit more and then a little bit more. And then it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And so it's fully open, get little stem thingies in there. It's fucking cool. Right. And it's super floral. You get to smell it. It's a whole experience. But some of us are just going through a routine and before it even fully blooms, we don't let life bloom around us. And that example, the literal example for that is we're planning our weeks. If you listened to my, um, I don't know if I'll link it here. I have a, a tripwire that I created that's about planning your week for success in under 30 minutes. It's super dope. And it comes with a template, right? I just got finished recording that. So it's on my brain, but I talk about purposefully and intentionally adding good fun and wiggle room into your schedule. We're not doing that enough at all. And that's why we see so many people burning out and getting, getting all up in their feelings when things don't work out because there's no time for anything else. We want to hit our goals so hard and so much, right? So hard. We want to hit our goals really really hard. And then what happens? We miss it by an inch or, you know, we hit the goal and then it's like, boom, now it's to the next. Now it's to the next. It's, it's, we're obsessed with the destination and not the journey enough. And that's why people hate the routine. Literally. I've, I've seen Gary Vaynerchuk talk about this multiple times being more in love with documenting your process and being part of the process and going through the ups and downs of entrepreneurship than hitting all the damn goals in the world. He talks about that. And it really has stuck with me because if you don't enjoy the process, then what's the point? What's the point? You get the money and then what? It's always going to be something that you want to get. My Jay Leno garage that I'm dreaming of has so many cars. There's always going to be a new car. I mean, I might max out at some point, but who knows? Probably not. You know what I mean? Not at the rate that they're building new cars left and right. Like, no, they're going to constantly be designing new shit and no. And then what? Then we're eventually we're going to have like flying cars and then, you know, motorcycles. And I haven't tapped into that yet. Like there's always something. There's always something. So how can we navigate around the always something we have to be in love with the routines that we have today? And I think it's important as solopreneurs and entrepreneurs, like one of the biggest pieces of hype here is that you get to control your own shit. Yeah, you're working a lot, but like you get to control it. That's part of the fun. You get to choose. You get to choose your own adventure. You get to choose what software you use, what clients you work with, what people you collab with, what books you promote. Like you get to choose. So why aren't more of us choosing to enjoy ourselves and to love what we're doing? I mean, it's a question. It's rhetorical, I guess. But like, I think about it. I'm thinking about it. We get to choose how we spend our time, but none of us are, are, well, most of us aren't taking the time to choose to be intentional about having fun regularly. It's, it's always going to be scheduled and planned for far out when we take a vacation or if we take a vacation. I wonder what the stats are on entrepreneurs taking vacations. I want to fucking know because I'm telling you right now, it's probably really, really low. Now we hit those, a lot of us see those entrepreneurs who are doing the whole laptop, laptop lifestyle bit. We see that a lot and that's cute. That's great. That's inspiring. But still how many of those entrepreneurs are getting out and actually exploring where they are in depth, like a tourist, like a real full-blown traveler, or even a travel blogger, you know what I mean? Going out, taking the pictures, eating all the food, doing, and not for the gram, 
Not for the gram, not for a post where you get paid by the word, but like really enjoy themselves. Hey, so you know how Oprah has her list of favorite things that she does each year? Well, if I were to do my own, my Silk and Sandra planner would 1000% be at the very top of this list. So this planner has helped me with my personal life and with my business, just keeping myself organized, tracking things. I can track everything in this planner. I'm talking my food intake. I can track my mood. I can track my sleep. I can track my day to day. This thing has saved me from a million sticky notes everywhere with like the same stuff on them. I can track each day independently, work on my focus, work on my intention, gratitude list. I can track my daily habits. I can even start new ones and track them. There's an app now, there's a Facebook group. I mean, this planner is epic. It's a monthly subscription service, which means every month my mailbox is blessed with a brand new month with a brand new theme and motif and design and focus. And I just love it. This is the closest to a, a planner that like I can possibly get that's just like one that I would make for myself, like from scratch, hands down, the closest I have ever found. So if you are interested, I have a promo code. You can get 10 bucks off your first order. Super, super simple. The link is in the show notes, as well as in my Instagram bio over at Whitney Danielle Co underscore. If you have questions, let me know. I'm sure I'll do a whole episode or a YouTube series on this because I love it that much. But anyway, just wanted to tell you about that. Back to the episode. I remember I watched one of my, one of the books I loved and I know it's super corny, but Eat, Pray, Love, right? Eat, Pray, Love by Elizabeth Gilbert. Such a good book for me. I loved reading that book ages and ages ago, over a decade ago, I think at this point. And I remember watching the video and, or the video, the movie with Julia Roberts and, you know, the art of just enjoying yourself. And they make fun of Americans because like, we just don't do it. We just don't enjoy ourselves. Just enjoying being how different would your life look or even your favorite entrepreneur that you cyber stalk all the time on the internet? How much different would their life be if they really truly enjoyed more of it? I'm just curious, right? Like really truly enjoyed more of what you, how can you truly enjoy more of what you're doing? Because again, y'all, these goals, they're going to be there. Whether you hit them or not, they're going to be there. Whether you hit that one and there's another one, like they're going to be there. The goals are constantly going to be there. If I were to have a goal to hit 500,000 downloads, guess what's after that, y'all? A million. Guess what's after that? Another million, 10 million. You know what I mean? Like there's always a goal. There's always a number. When are we really, truly and going to enjoy what we're doing? Okay, so that's kind of the homework. I want you to make sure that your planning is good. If you want that audio download, that is a paid audio, you can get it. It's, it's like seven bucks. I'll link it in the show notes, okay? That's the first thing. Second thing, I want you to figure out how you can add more fun into your schedule, okay? And it's gonna require some inner work because a lot of you are gonna have a hard time with this. It's going to be a challenge. And for a lot of you, you're gonna blow me off. And that's fine. And that's fine. That's your choice. That's your prerogative. Again, that's part of being an entrepreneur. You get to choose your own adventure, but I really challenge you to sit and, and think as to why. Do you really think that you don't deserve taking a break? Is that what this is? Do you really think that taking a break is going to set you back? Is it really, truly that urgent that you hit 500,000 downloads on your podcast right now or this quarter? Why? Why do you have the deadlines that you have? I'm not asking to be like facetious. I just want to know. And I want you to know. Can this wait? Can this wait? Because what I've learned, and you've seen this with athletes, when we allow our bodies to take breaks, when we allow ourselves to rest and to recoup, we end up having 
way more fun in the process. And we also get better results. We get better results. If, if athletes trained all the time, it'd be so boring to watch games that people would be getting hurt all the time. No one would ever be in, in good health. Like it would always be an issue. People would be frail. You know, it would, there'd be an injury every five seconds. If you never took a break, imagine doing arm day every day or leg day every day. It's just, it's, it's unsustainable. And it's also boring. It's so boring. And that's the thing. Because so many of us as solopreneurs and entrepreneurs are doing things that we really don't love to do task-wise, we have to figure out ways to incorporate things that we do love. I don't want to do fucking Instagram all the time. Are you kidding? I got burned out with Instagram circa 2019. I was done mentally. I still have not recouped fully from that. I'm fucking done. I am so tired of Instagram. If I never had to manage my Instagram account again, I wouldn't. I fucking cannot stand it. I don't care how much money I can make from Instagram. I'm over it. I'm over it. I fucking hate the algorithm. I could go on and on and on and make a whole episode about how much I do not love Instagram. But guess what, guys? It's part of my mission. I need to be on social. I'm choosing to be on social. I have to show up on social. And until I have the funds to fully get a whole big ass team to run all my social media shit on my behalf, guess who has to do it? Me and or my VA that I've hired or my social media person, not persons, person. And I have to coach them through it all, right? So I'm still involved, still very much. And because I've got the graphic designer background, I like to design my own shit. So that means I'm still very much involved. But here's the thing. I can make it fun because I enjoy doing the graphics a lot of the time. I do. I enjoy being creative in that way. I enjoy coaching other people so I can coach someone to help me help me. How cool is that? Making it fun, enjoying the process more because I've taken the time to realize what I don't like about it and how I can like it more. That works for me. But a lot of us entrepreneurs are doing shit we just don't want to do. I don't want to become a website developer. Now I've hired somebody, but I still have to know what the hell I'm doing. I still have to be able to navigate WordPress I still have to be able to do all these things and make sure that my funnel sequence is set up properly and I know how to work this platform and make sure my quiz is good and my link in bio is great and I'm a fucking podcast guru now, <laughs> right? I just wanted to record shit. Nope, nope. It's way more in depth than that, girl. We're doing a lot more than just recording. We're doing the producing. We're doing the managing. We're doing the guest procurement, the show notes. The, I mean, girl, it's a lot. But you know what? I fucking love this show. I love my guests. I love making the graphics. I love talking to them. I love asking them questions. I love booking the IG lives. I love it. I love almost everything about it. Almost everything about it. I fucking love. I love the flexibility of it. I love how it makes me feel. I love how powerful I feel like I am in my own lane by just being myself. It is, it, it pours into me so much, just the routine of having the show. Fuck the downloads. Right? I've already said I would make this show just like I do every single week if only two people listen to it. I've said that. You've heard me say it most likely. Like If you're new here, I'm saying it now for you to hear for the first time. I'm, I'm here for it. I love this show. So I am in alignment with that and I'm in alignment with the process, even though sometimes it's like, eh, it's kind of a lot. Sure, sure. But like I love it and I would do it for free forever or until I couldn't, but I love doing this. And making sure that you have passion behind your passion projects, make sure you have love behind the shit that you're showing up for a day in and day out. People can tell people can tell just like when you see couples outside and about, you're like, you can tell 
you can tell the vibe. You can tell when someone really likes you. You can tell when someone's really into you. You can tell when someone really, truly gives a shit about you. You can. We have the ability to do that. And I want you, whatever lane that you're in, to really love it. And if you don't love it anymore, it's okay. Just like in anything else. I think it's crazy in relationships. Well, we are quick to drop relationships, you know, or friendships. So like, eh, I don't really fuck with you anymore. We're not on the same plane. We're not on the same level, blah, blah, blah. We're not in alignment. It's not balanced reciprocity. I got to leave. And we drop relationships left and right. But when it comes to our businesses, when we fall out of love with the process, we don't always go back and figure out how we can make it better. And then sometimes we just keep pushing. And that's where we get into the burnout. That's where we get into the resentment and the anger and the frustration. And that's why I think so many leaders, That's and I'm saying leaders with bunny ears here, that's why so many leaders struggle to lead properly because they don't love the process anymore. They don't love what they're doing and the work behind it and how they're showing up and what that looks like and the routines behind it. So think about it. Because when I think about all the leaders that I admire, a lot of them seem to love what they do and the process behind it. And yeah, sure, some of them have the the teams now, right? Lisa Nichols of the world and the Oprah Winfrey or whomever else, Iyanla, they've got teams now. They don't need to do all the shit by themselves like you and I may be doing for the most part. But guess what? They still seem to love the routine because they don't need to do the shit anymore. Oprah doesn't have to do a goddamn thing for the rest of her life if she doesn't want to. How cool is that? And she's still showing up because there are certain, you can tell, I know Oprah loves her Super Soul Sunday. I know that shit geeks her and fills her with so much joy. She loves reading. You can see it in her face. She loves reading. She loves picking out the excerpts and getting new books and diving into them and talking to her guests. Like you can see it. You can see it. Yeah, she may not love every book the same, but like, damn, she loves the process. And it's very inspiring to see. And so my question is, when we go and we ask ourselves what we love about the processes that we're doing, what we love about our routines that we've made, what do we love about it? What do we not love? And being clear. If there is a place where you can delegate, maybe it's time to start thinking about delegating before you start to hate what you're doing. It's a really good idea. Also, figuring out how to add in more fun into your schedule. I did a whole audio on it just for you. Check it out. This helped me immensely. The way my brain is set up, I, I cannot do things that don't bring me joy. The dopamine thing, like it's real. And if I don't have that, if I don't have this sense of excitement and fervor and you know what I mean? Liveliness about something, I'm not going to keep doing it. But then also reminding myself that I can love the journey that I'm on and not be so fixated and focused on the outcome because the outcome is going to vary. And that's the thing, right? Imagine being fixated and focused on an outcome, but then the reality ends up being way better. If you had just enjoyed yourself, it's like you're in a car, you're driving someplace and you kind of know where you're going, but like, eh, you don't really know what it's going to be like when you get there. Cause you've never been there before. And then you get in the car and you're rushing and you're rushing and you're in traffic and you're like, move out the way asshole. And you're driving like a crazy person. And then you finally get to your destination. You're like, oh, this is insane. This is so much better than I thought. What a cooler story it would have been if you had just been happy on the way and your body would be better off for it too, versus all the angst and stress and strife and the fucking high blood pressure and anxiety. You know what I mean? And anger that you just exhibited for 80 million miles. Like let's take care of ourselves better. 
I think it's a fantastic idea, but please, 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 please do a recap in your routine, figure out what you like, what you don't like, work on what you can delegate where it's possible without you overdoing it and make sure that you are enjoying the process. And if you realize after, I don't know, maybe spending several weeks looking at things, if you realize that you're actually not loving the process, what can you do to change that? A lot of times, even in like, you know, when you see people in long-term relationships where they've been together for a long time, they say, you know, continue to date yourself, to continue to date each other. When you do that, you build that intimacy and you have that excitement and things to look forward to. It's fun. It's part of the process. The destination being, you know, continuing to love each other. Sure, that's the outcome. That's the result. But it's fun to go on dates. It's fun to be out and to just enjoy each other's company. It's fun to do activities that you don't traditionally do like the paint night and the movies and the watching the sunset and, and taking a gondola ride or whatever the fuck you're going to do. It's fun to do the activities. It's fun on the journey to loving yourself and each other more. It's the same thing in our businesses. We may not need to love the Instagram or love the website development or love the selling or the client procurement or the whatever the hell but we can damn sure love how we get there and we can choose to incorporate fun in our days so that our day-to-day routines don't get smothered and covered with responsibilities that we fucking hate and resent. That's what I'm getting at. The routine is the, the showing up and the every day and all of that, right? That's the routine, the routine, the rhythm, the rituals, the scheduling, all that. But like really loving that I think is, is the goal. It's a big part of the goal. It's not just the goals that we have for ourselves and our businesses. It's not. I'm just here to remind you of that. So hopefully this episode resonated. I felt like it was a really good one. Sometimes I record and I'm like, damn, that was pretty good. This is one of those moments. I'm proud of myself. Pat on the back. I love it. I love it. I love it. Please share this out with your friends, with any entrepreneurs that you know who are just going through it or who you know have been dealing with a lot. Maybe they have you know, a new team or they've lessened their team. Maybe they've grown in their family or they're just fucking stressed, right? They have a launch, whatever. Just share this with an entrepreneur friend that you know. Share the love, share the knowledge, share the wealth. Make sure you leave me a five-star review rating and, you know, just pour back, pour back. Cause I love this. I love this section of, of my business. I love this entire section. This podcast has been such a joy for me and it helps me to love my routine because in between episodes and all the other shit that I do for the show, I get to really do other cool things too that I may or may not love, but I love this show. And so this is part of that for me, right? Leading by example, hashtag hell yeah, I gotta go. So (laughs) make sure you're subscribed. I'll be back with a new episode next week. Take care, hugs and kisses. Ciao. Hey there, before you go real quick, just want to make sure that I let you know that I would be amiss if I did not offer you something special to go with this podcast episode. Now, as part of my Patreon, you get access to bonus stuff and also early access to my programs and offers. And you typically get something special when you sign up for stuff with me too. But with that being said, right now, at the time of this recording, I have spots open in my one-on-one 90 day intensive coaching program. And this is for folks who are really trying to maximize the results, hit their goals and have the organization 
organization and prioritization boundaries and work-life balance that they've never had before. So my application can be found pretty much anywhere, but WhitneyDanielle.com is one of the easier places to find it. Apply. If you have questions, DM me, send me an audio note, let me know. I'm here to help and I'm really excited to see you win in 2022 and beyond. All right. See you next episode. 